0: Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hey there, welcome to the show. Now, before we get started today, I have one request and one favor. Well, maybe they're both favors. They're both requests. Either way, if you're not on my email list, I would love to have you. I don't want you to miss anything that I'm sharing. You can find that at takethestagepodcast.com. If you just click on resources, pick whatever resource you want there, and you will get the free resource and you'll get on the email list. The second one I want to ask you, request or favor, is, would you be willing to give me a rating on wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it's at Apple Podcast or um, Spotify, wherever you listen, I would love to have your feedback. I hope it is five stars, but if it's not, tell me. I'm always about getting better. Hope it's not a one star. Oh, well, <laughs> let's get started. Today, we're talking about story. Now. If you've been listening to me for a few minutes, you know, there's some things I talk about is knowing your audience and then creating a message that solves a problem for them. And a part of that message is typically story. I like to, and I like to teach this, open with something that captures the attention of your audience and then captivate your audience with the story and then close with the application. Today, we're just focusing on story. And what is story? Well, story is truly just a narrative of connected events. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's a story. But it's what happens in that story. Typically, it has some type of conflict, some center element of conflict and how you As if you're the central character and if it's your message, you typically are how you overcame that conflict. When I share the story of having a brain aneurysm, I don't really talk about the aneurysm because it's obvious that that's not the conflict. I'm standing there. I didn't die. That's very evident. But what I talk about is learning to walk in the confidence of who God called me to be and truly trust him. And the conflict for me was, I thought I was doing that until life knocked my feet out from under me. I like to tell my speakers to think about this. When you're talking about your story, what is your why? Why do you love what you do? Why does this story matter to you? Because when you get to the why, you begin to get to the meat. Of what is going on. So let's talk a little bit about why story works. Now, there's a very interesting science behind this. Now, I'm not typically your science teacher, and you know that I do love this. The nerd in me really loves this part. The brain left holds reason and analytics. Your right holds your emotions, your music, your creativity, and it's the part of the brain that motivates and helps us make decisions. So the part that is creative is also the motivational part. I think that is fascinating. Now, as someone who is right-brained with a strong left, because while I love reason and analytics, I'm much more on the creative side and highly motivated, and I'm a strong decision maker. But think about this. Now, stories land in the right brain. If you stand up there and say 4.7 million people are currently dying of X disease, that's going to land in the left brain because that's the logic part of the brain. Stories sit on the other side and stories motivate. Stories are memorable. Let me tell you a story. Back in the late 90s, when eBay was just getting going, back when I actually was on eBay when it was auction web, I know, I go way back, we didn't even have pictures in the beginning. It was just, I don't think we had pictures. A lot of people didn't. I think some people did. But eBay was just getting going. And I was a stay-at-home mom doing some speaking. I had just started speaking. So again, I wasn't raking in the big bucks. And I wanted to make extra income. So I started selling things on eBay and I sold the most unusual stuff, y'all. I sold old Tupperware, which strangely enough is highly collectible and people love it. And I sold old toys and games. And I learned just through, now I would call it A-B testing, but then I just tried new things. I watched other people that were selling similar things and I thought, why is their witch witch which is a game that I sold for over $100? Why is there selling so well and this person's is not selling as well? It was story. It was story. So I would tell a story on each one of my listings. I had a group of brand new in the package vintage cereal bowls from Tupperware. I don't know if you are old enough to remember, but they were pastels. There were four of med Lids, really pretty little pink, yellow, blue, and green bowls. I told the story of being a child and how I loved my pink cereal bowl and how angry I would get if my sister got it first because she was supposed to get the yellow one. Mine was the pink one. My brother's was the blue one. That was the rule. Just by telling that story, those bowls sold much higher than several other sets, just like it. Story matters. It resonates with people. And I went on to sell all kinds of fun things on eBay. I sold a vacuform, uh, again, told the story of being a little girl and my cousin had a vacuform form. And I'll tell you what a vacuum form is in a minute and how I almost set the house on fire with a vacuum form. Okay, for those of you who don't know, a vacuum form was this machine. Y'all, our parents were crazy in the 70s. You put a piece of plastic in there and you turn it on and it would suck the air out of it. And it was like one gazillion degrees. I kid you not. It was so dangerous. And I got a piece of paper on there and it caught on fire. It was a situation, me in the vacuum form. And I told that story and sold a vacuum form for a lot of money. It was a fun way to make money when I was a stay-at-home mom. I loved going to go into yard sales and thrift stores. But again, back to story. Story sells. Story retains the information you are giving people will be retained with story. There is a group. That is called Save the Children. I'm sure you've seen them and heard of them. But they did a study. And I don't know if it was a study. It was a test. They took a single, a picture of a child and told a story and then did an image with stats. Guess which one raised the most money? The story. So the moral of the story is use story in your storytelling. It makes a difference. It matters. It moves people to action. And it makes you, as the storyteller, more memorable. So how do you find story? Where is story? Well, I talked about start with your why. Now, when, because I don't share the story of the aneurysm that much anymore and how God moved me through that, I, I do occasionally. But now I speak more to people who are speakers like you. And I start with my why. The reason I do what I do is 20 years ago, I was just like you. I was sitting behind a computer with much fewer bells and whistles. I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? And I'm sure it was the size of a tank. It was not a laptop. And I was trying to figure out how to get my message to the masses. That's what I wanted to do. Today, I do what I do because I want you to not have to go through what I went through. I want to share with you what worked and I want you to avoid what didn't work. Let's talk about how to structure your story. The very first thing I want you to do is what is the goal of your story? Now, I know it's a part of your message. So what is the goal? What, and you know, I'm going to ask this, what's the problem you're going to solve? What is the problem you're going to solve? When I share the aneurysm story, the problem I want to solve is I want everyone listening to understand what it truly means to trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Because that had been my story for so long. I had said, this is my verse. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. But the minute that something hit me at a time in my life when I was in such a great place and I was right where the Lord had placed me, I was doing exactly what he had me to do. And I was flying high, living life and not leaning on him. My feet were knocked out from under me, and I had no idea of why this would happen. The point of the story and what I want people to hear and embrace and acknowledge and know that trusting in God means leaning in, and it means that we just take it one step at a time. I don't know where I'm going to be in six months or a year now. If anything, 2020 has taught us that. Start with a goal. That was the goal for that message. I want people to learn what it truly means to trust and to walk and to live out life in such a way. And then I want you to to get rid of all the bit players, all the excessive stuff that falls around. And there's a lot of it. There's a lot of details I could give you, but I'm not going to because we want to keep it clean and then avoid tangents. And I'm going to tell you a tangent is something that as a Southerner, I have a struggle with because what I will end up telling you is so my doctor, Dr. Stetler, now Dr. Stetler, dad, see, he was a doctor. My sister knew him. Now, my sister, she's a nurse. Well, she was an ER nurse and that was really interesting. Then she was a pickline line nurse. I don't know what a pick line is, but that's what she does now. That's a tangent. I just told you a bunch of things that have nothing to do with the story. I took you down a path. Stick to clear turning points. I want you to be very clear about the point where you turn. Now, there's a lot of twists and turns in messages, but I want you to have a defined moment. Mine was flying back from serving a group of women as their speaker coach. I was flying back from San Jose, California reading a book by my friend, Michelle Kishat, and I'll link that book here in the show notes. And it was when I realized God was saying, if you just trust me, I've got you. I've got you. And I knew in that moment what it meant to truly trust in the Lord with all my heart. Not saying I still wasn't a little nervous, a little nervous. You know, that whole could die, could go blind thing. But that was my turning point. So I have a clear turning point so where you can take the audience and go, this is where we're turning. And then think about your details. Think about how much detail. Offer enough that it is a good sensory detail, because here's what, you want people to be with you. People tend to struggle with, well, I think it was a Tuesday, but maybe it was a Wednesday or maybe it was a Thursday. Now, dates matter. If they are important to the story, I turned on the TV, September 11th, 2001. That matters. That date matters. And then I want you to be ruthless in refining your story. Keep honing it, keep digging through it. And when you bring that story to a close, and you roll into that application, which my friend Kathy Lip would call the healing portion of your talk, where you're going to give application, where you're going to take what you taught them through that story. For me, it was trust in the Lord. Then you're going to say, now, I I don't want you to have an aneurysm because that's not a fun way to do this. So I want to give you a few key steps that will help you as you walk out trusting in God. Number one, I want you to Open your eyes every day and say, what are we doing today, Jesus? What are we doing today, Jesus? And then I go through the rest of the application. But give them the application of your story. How are they going to take what you just taught them through your story? And how are they going to make that a part of their everyday life? I'm Mary R. Snyder. Thank you so much for being with me today. I love sharing and learning alongside you. This has been one of my favorite episodes to put together. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. And I hope I see you um, over on the Facebook group. Take the stage speakers. You have a great rest of your day.